Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your lines so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Hello, and welcome, everyone, to Beamer Blog Talk Radio. I am Rainy Hale, so this is, of course, as you know, Horse Thursday. Today is Thursday, May 19th, um, and we've got kind of a an additional, <laughs> we're going to continue our talk from um, from last week uh, where Cindy and I were talking about usage, um, but um, we it was our, so, supposed to be our monthly usage call, but um, Dr. Marley Spong got called away at the last minute and wasn't able to join us. So we kind of talked about some usage things, but we are going to continue that talk today with Dr. Marley Spong. So we will kind of have a two-part this month for you. Um, but before we get to that, I'd like to remind everyone to please grab a pen and paper. We almost always are going to have a phone number or a website, um, some, some kind of event coming up that you're going to want to write down, where to find some information that's really great. Um, Cindy's always full of great information of where to find the newest, best thing that will help you. Um, and so you want to be ready to write that down when she talks about it. Um, and also, please press 1 if you have any questions, comments, testimonials. We'd really love to hear from you. As you know, it's a big part of what our show is about is um, hearing from all of you and, and being able to answer those questions directly. Um, and But as a reminder, for this call, we do really need to keep this to um, the horse unit with horses and really need to keep to more behavioral and training type aspects. Um, and as far as we have Dr. Marley Spunk on here, we have we know we've got our um, uh, she, her on to answer uses questions, but we really do need to stay away from specific questions about X Y Z um, diseases and X Y Z problems and you know medications and things like that. We really still need to stay away from that kind of thing when we're talking today. So, with that being said, oh, I thought she was. I thought I had her. Oh, there she's back. We, we lost her, and then we, we had her, and then we lost her, and then we got her back. Um, hi, Dr. Bunk. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Rennie and Cindy. I actually was looking for a good uh, connection, and then uh, it was kind of crackly, and then I decided to, to try again. <laughs> so that was what I was trying <laughs> to do, but hopefully you all can hear me okay. Absolutely. Yeah. You're good. Perfect. Yeah, and Awesome. And then, of course, we've also got Cindy on with us this morning. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Rainy and Dr. Bonk. It's uh, um, a windy day here in Idaho, and the pollen's going like crazy, so I'm glad to have an excuse to be inside. <laughs> so um, I have, uh, you know, we've gone through um, 
what we've seen online, and we do have um, some questions I think we want to talk about. But um, one of the things that I want to start out with, and then Marlies, you can kind of, you can, and Rainey join in, but one of the things that I see repeatedly when I listen to some um, recordings and, and um, talks by other people is it seems that people get, don't have it clear about intensities and uh, frequencies. And they kind of mix the words up, um, or the, and they're two totally separate concepts. So I, I just I want to focus with that really um, initially to say, when we talk about microtesla, that's a unit of measurement that measures, and it's, it's not unique to Beamer, it's just a unit of measurement to identify the strength, or also called amplitude, of an electromagnetic field. And so um, microtesla, as we know, for the Beamer horse set, it ranges between 10 microtesla and 100 microtesla. Now, um, you know, and there's a specific configuration to our signal. But frequencies are something totally different. So think about microtesla as measuring the, if, if uh, you think of it as a sound, um, you know, like it's the volume, how strong it is. And when you talk about frequencies, that is uh, measured in hertz, and again, not unique to Beamer whatsoever, but that determines how many times that signal is um, being emitted into the body, so to speak. And so I think where people get confused is because the Beamer signal, for talking either horse or human, it ranges between an average of 10 hertz and an average of 30 hertz. So, you know, you've got 10 hertz, and then the, the, um, the amplitude or the volume or the strength is starting at 10 microtesla. And so I, I think that could cause some of the confusion, but they're two totally different concepts. And so I want, you know, if this is something that you feel compelled to discuss with, with um, you know, your prospects, refer to the chart that, you know, we posted on, on Facebook. It's in the FAQs. Um, we, you know, you can um, do a screenshot out of a number of the, pro, of the presentations that we do so that you have that as a reference point. And as a matter of fact, I, whenever um, I have a new customer, I always provide that to them. <clears throat> and I cut mine out and put it in the, um, the user manual. <clears throat> so it's right there in with my horse set. So that you can say, um, you know, this is, if there's questions about the different programs and how the different, the blanket is at a different intensity uh, range than the um, cuffs are, because the cuffs are three times stronger. So um, the other thing that I want to mention with that, and then and please jump in, Marlies and Rainey, but is that when we look at the programs one, two, and three, they each program starts at 10 microtesla. And um, however, just because program one goes from 10 to 20 microtesla, and then program three, for example, goes from 10 
up to 35 microtesla. It doesn't mean that when we're in program three that the actual configuration is um, between, you know, between the 10 and 20 like it would be for program one. It's not the same. And I know I'm struggling with how to describe this, but it's just I think some people think, oh, program one, you know, you just import that, and program three, it goes longer. So we're repeating that the portion of program three that would be between 10 and 20, we're repeating that, and that's not the same. So somebody Yeah, I, I think the, the, I was going to say <laughs> the way I describe it is the first five minutes of program three is not the same as program one. Right. Necessarily. Um, and, yeah, that and, it's, it's, and, and the visual that I give programs, and they start, you know, all of the programs that are preloaded, one, two, and three, they always start low and go up up throughout the timeline in a steady, you know, upward, upward line. Um, we don't know that's what that graph looks like in the, um, in the horse unit. We don't know that it starts low and goes up gradually. We know that it's, the, the low end is 10 and the high end is either 20 or 30, 40, whatever it is for whichever program and whichever applicator you're using. So we know that the, the low end and we know the high end, but we don't know that it starts low and goes high directly. So I don't know if maybe that helps. Yeah. Those are the visuals I use. Yeah, that helps. So Marlise, can you, um, you know, it always helps to hear it from different people. So can you maybe comment on this topic? Oh, did we lose her? Or maybe not. <laughs> oh, nope, she dropped. Oh, there she's back again. Here she is. Yeah, oh, you're I'm back here, again. lady. <laughs> okay. yeah, 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 I actually did lose the connection again, uh, but I'm here. So, um, yeah, this is one of the most frequently uh, mistaken uh, statements. Um, and I believe that if you don't thoroughly understand, you know, the the chart at least, then, then don't talk about it because, um, and don't try to present it either uh, because it's, um, you know, if you don't understand what it means, and it's actually very simple, like exactly how you said, um, Cindy, the hertz is actually, you know, the name of, a, of a, um, the frequency is measured in hertz. So the, the, the Beamer or the PMF devices are characterized by two measurements, and that is the frequency and the intensity. And the frequency on the beamer cannot be changed. Um, and uh, that is the frequency is for electromagnetic fields is measured in hertz. And that is after a German uh, gentleman, Heinrich Rudolf Hertz, that discovered electromagnetic waves. And the waves have a certain uh, frequency. So if you have one wave per second, the frequency is one hertz. It's one cycle per second. And, you know, sound, sound is also measured in, in hertz, et cetera. So, you know, light, it can be measured in hertz. So, um, so that is important to know. And like Cindy said, like the Beamer utilizes two frequencies um, that are the same for the human and the horse set. The first range is between 8 and 12 uh, hertz. And so we say we average to 10 and then the second one is 28 to 30, uh, to 32, sorry. And so we average to 30. So when you talk about the frequency of the device, it is totally true that this is a low frequency. 
because you know the like the brain utilizes these type of low frequencies themselves, and so um, they're you know safe, etc. And they're low, and uh, but it's ten and thirty hertz. It's not ten or it's ten and, and it's also not. 10, between 10 and 30. That's not true. It's, it's specific points. And so those frequencies cannot be changed. And um, one waveform, one cycle uh, is, is a waveform. And we know that Beamer is a very specific waveform. It is within one little sinus wave, and everyone should, should know what a sinus wave is. But, you know, yeah, it's very basic math, <laughs> right, what a sinus wave is. And you can look it up, but within one sinus wave, there is a very complex um, structure. So the beamer signal, the beamer wave has 40 peaks and valleys within one little sinus wave. And that is uh, clearly one of the points why beamer distinguishes itself from other uh, PMF devices. So, so a lot happens within one little cycle. You know, with it, and then it happens, you know, between uh, like either 10 or 30 times per second. So a lot is going on. And then um, so, so knowing that, and, and the earth and the body have a vast range of frequencies on, on which it operates. And uh, most body cells have, have very low, um, you know, they just need a tiny little bit of frequency to do their job. The whole body is, is an electromagnetic factory, you know. It's, it's like our people don't, you know, that's probably the hardest thing for people to understand is that we actually are electromagnetic beings. You know, we're, we're not really physical beings. We're electromagnetic beings. And if it wasn't for electromagnetic energy, we would not be operating our bodies. We would not be going around. And for the horses, the same thing for all living beings, actually. And so um, this type of therapy is crucial to feed our body, but you, you need to feed it, the, you know, you, you want to feed it the, the most gentle and effective way, which in my opinion represents, is represented by Beamer. So the, um, what Cindy was talking about, the intensity. So, so the, the frequency we cannot change. The intensity of the electromagnetic field we can change, and in the horse set, we can change it only by choosing one of the three programs. And um, that, like Cindy and, and Riley, like you said, that ranges between 10 and 100 microtesla, which is also extremely low. And that is like the volume of the, of the sound of the, you know, of the field. And so obviously we have our amazing B-scan with which we can make the electromagnetic field audible for people and for ourselves. And then you can see that when you hold the B-scan, which comes with the human, human set, or you can buy it separately, you hold it close to the blanket and it's strong sound, and then you take it, you know, inches away and the sound becomes much less. So that electromagnetic field is strongest where the coils are. And because the Beamer blanket has and the cuffs have a lot of coils, they form a homogeneous, um, homo, homo, homogeneous, like a uniform field around the whole blanket and around the whole cuff, you know, towards the inside and the outside. And um, so if you stand super close to the blanket, you would get, um, you know, pretty much the same field as the horse is experiencing if you lean into the horse. Um, 
so and you know in in the say in the body of the horse those two fields from the left and the right side of the blanket meet each other in the middle and electromagnetic fields do not so while the electromagnetic fields um, decrease exponentially as you take it you know in inches away with the that Beamer has um, it's still those fields are still not infinite like they don't stop like energy doesn't um, it, it you cannot destroy it it actually gets transformed in something else like for example heat or uh, motion energy etc so but the effect is much less if you step it away so if we step you know like uh, one or you know a couple feet away from the horse we don't we we don't experience much of the effect with with the difference that horses actually you know in the next next door stall they may pick up on that field because they're much more tuned into this type of energy because they 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 truly live you know one of the major factors for horses and animals and specifically prey animals but i would say all animals they really utilize electromagnetic fields for their daily operation um, you know, for example, dogs, they spin around because they have to have a certain alignment with electromagnetic fields before they uh, do their thing, you know. So, and we all know that. Or cats go and lay down on a specific place because it's, it's electromagnetically different for them, like they prefer it. And, and horses do the same thing. So it's one of their senses is, um, is, is to notice that. So they may actually, in the next door stall, they may actually feel that and uh, and you know we know that dogs and cats when we use beamer in a house that a lot of times they come running from the other side of the house when it's on so um, electromagnetic fields are measured in in micro in tesla or micro tesla or gauss the the horse that operates between 10 and 100 micro tesla both the um, blanket and the cuff with the cuffs always operating three times stronger than the blanket for you know more targeted areas, and um, a hundred micro Tesla is one gauss, and most other PMF devices for horses they are much higher than um, than one gauss, and uh, the reason that Beamer can be so subtle, like whispering, is is that it has that specific waveform, and also the way that it's delivered with the two different frequency ranges. And then also the way that um, the coils are, uh, there's, there's a series of different, of different things, features that the Beamer has that other devices don't have. And um, one other interesting thing about the micro Tesla is that for the horses, the FEI, the um, International Equestrian Federation, they allow Beamer as uh, com compliance uh, supportive, supportive uh, therapy because it's um, the intensity that the devices that they allow needs to have needs to be um, below um, 0.1 Tesla, and, and Beamer is, is like way below that. So, um, so that, that's, that's the edge that we have as well. So the, competitor, the competitors that are in FEI competitions, they can use Beamer in their barn not not that we can you know you cannot walk into an fei barn when there's a competition going on to show the device because those are always locked up you know they're chain links and you have to have a pass and everything but if they already have it then they can use it and so um 
the Earth has an electromagnetic field that ranges between 20 and 60-ish, you know, maybe a little higher in different geographic locations, uh, microtesla. And so, um, you know, we always say that the Beamer really operates on those Earth-like um, intensities, and therefore I believe that the, that the animals, in this case horses, really appreciate uh, the the gentleness and the you know the the natural type of of strength of that field they they really appreciate that so and and then the electromagnetic field as a whole they induce changes in our um, in our in our body cells and obviously we know that beamer the beamer uh, signal uh, induces changes in the you know the smooth muscle cells. And makes the um, the 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 circulation uh, perform better because it helps the the um, the small vessels uh, contract and relax, and and therefore the blood is distributed better throughout the whole body. So so that's kind of like a, a long-winded um, reflection on on that. And like what what um, Riney, what you were saying about the three programs, you're absolutely right. We we don't know exactly how the intensities fluctuate through the three programs. So we have program one, two, and three in the horse set, five, ten, and fifty minutes. It's by not by any stretch of the imagination just the timer, which most people, you know, tend to think when they're not educated yet. Um, but it's three different programs. And they go through different intensities. They all start at the 10 microtesla for the blanket. And the cuffs, they start at 30 microtesla. And um, then they range, they go up and down through the different intensities. And that's proprietary to the, to the horse set and to Beamer. You know, we, we're not going to know that. Um, they're not going to tell us. But I do know that it goes up and back down. And I don't know how many times that it does that. But for in comparison with the um, the human set, when people lay on the beamer blanket, the bee body, it actually we we operate one intensity at a time. So the horse set is is operating very, I would say, differently than the the human set, even alone for that reason. Cindy. Yeah. Yeah, that that really helps. And you talked, you touched about so many things. I was trying to keep track of them to kind of segue off of. One of the, you know, that um, I like to be able to, you know, remind people is to say that, you know, the horse set is totally configured differently for a variety of reasons, but that, you know, um, the blanket, I saw a comment on, on uh, Facebook saying, yeah, I have a really big, I think it was a warm blood or something, and the blanket barely fits, but we do make it work. And so remember, you know, some of the other devices that are out there, you buy them in horse blanket size, you know, 72 up to 84 or something. And one of the benefits of Beamer having the adjustable um, portion over the croup is that you can change sizes but the blanket doesn't need to touch every part of the body for it to be effective. So even if you put this on, you know, a 20-hand, you know, Percheron or something like that, uh, or Clydesdale or something, um, and it's not going to even reach everywhere, um, the blanket is still going to um, be effective, and that's because the blood is circulating more throughout the entire body. It's not just isolated as to where it is under the blanket. So 
Um, Marley, do you want to comment at all about that? That the that um, you know the blanket doesn't have to be everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Like exactly like you say, the the energy, the magnetic field um, is is infinite. So it will penetrate through the whole body uh, um, until the energy gets. Um, you know, transformed into something useful for the body, and um, it, it doesn't stop. So you can rest assured that the program one goes through the whole horse. It helps the whole body of the whole horse, regardless of where the coils are. And um, the, you know, it, it doesn't mean that the whole beamer blanket or, or or the beamer devices have to cover the whole body because. Uh, I mean, and we see this all the time, right? Even if you just use the blanket, you can get effects in the whole horse. And uh, whether it's the legs or, or the head, you know, or, or you know, any parts of the body. And um, the only uh, benefit that the, um, the blanket would have on, you know, on a, when it covers the whole rump versus maybe half of the rump in, in, in those giant draft horses is that um, you have a little less extra local therapy. But, again, those, you know, if you have, say, um, like an issue on the, on, the, on the lower side of the, uh, of the horse, you know, on the lower, on the abdomen or something, and it's on the lower side, um, and the blanket wouldn't cover there. So you would have to hold a cuff up up there if you wanted to kind of give that some targeted a therapy if it was an acute injury or something like that. And if, um, if that injured area was actually covered by the blanket, you would be able to kind of take care of it that way with the difference that for local areas in need, you really need that targeted therapy anyway. So it, it doesn't matter because if there's a local area in need, you most likely would want to use the cuff to give it a little bit of an extra boost. Um, now, that said, you know, we know from the amazing uh, recent back pain study, quote-unquote, that was done in Colorado State, they were only using the blanket on, on a variety of horses for muscular back pain, and 100% of the horses had 100% resolution in muscular back pain, regardless of the cause in those horses, and the cuffs were not used. So... Um, you know that that just shows a lot. We don't we may may not even need those um, higher intensities on those local areas a lot of times either, because in that case only the blanket was used. So, you know the, the short answer is it doesn't matter how much of the body is covered in the horse. Um, you know it, it's one size fits all is 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 the answer. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And that so that one of the other things before I lose the train of thought that is that you will see in a number of companies that believe there are competitors. Of course, we know in reality there are none, but they like to aggressively compete with us. And they will advertise that they are more powerful and they're stronger. And just keep in mind that none of them have our patented signal. None of them have our configuration. And so they can't do what Beamer does. They may do, they certainly have some benefits, that's clear, but they can't do what Beamer does. And typically because they don't have what Beamer does, 
in terms of our signal, is they have to go to higher intensities and higher frequencies. And just because horses are larger animals, it does not, it's not a logical uh, sequitur to say that or segue that, in fact, bigger animals need higher intensities. And remember that our research has shown, as Dr. Marlies was just describing, about the range uh, that is found in the natural world, the Earth's geomagnetic field, et cetera, our research has shown that the body responds better to those fields that are lower intensity and lower frequency. And so that's a real, you know, that's a differentiating factor between us and you know when because you hear the questions all the time well how does this compare with xyz and and the the short answer is it doesn't they're different um but anyway i just wanted to bring that out that you know when you see that competitors are saying yeah we've we've made it more powerful and i'm going well more powerful doesn't do anything for me because i know with femur that the fact that ours are low frequencies and low intensities is more powerful that way. Yeah, and Cindy, one more thing too. um, Can you hear me, Cindy? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. One more thing to um, comment on, like you brought up the fact um, uh, whether I have an opinion of using two sets of cuffs, you know, on a a single horse, say with the blanket. Uh, So instead of uh, two cuffs, you have an extra set of cuffs, and so you do four legs at a time probably in conjunction with the blanket. Yeah, I do have an yeah. opinion on that. I, I feel that that is a little overkill and mm-hmm. um, that is not needed. Um, and there may be some horses that um, that do very well with that. So it, it's truly horse dependent, first of all. Um, you know, a lot of horses may, may you know, may feel that that is too strong. You know, that's yelling too much at them. And so I'm yeah. I'm much more a fan, a fan of uh, addressing what is needed most at that particular session, and then uh, skipping what is less needed, and then the next session you can go back at you know you can switch around, and um, because we know those electromagnetic fields don't stop it, even if you do a diagonal leg you know like a left front and a right hind, you still get um, some carryover from the up. From the opposite leg, uh, from the cuff on the opposite leg to the other leg. So from the left front to the right front, if the left front has the cuff. So um, obviously, if you're clearly if you're targeting some kind of injury for you know support in in healing of that area, then of course you need to put the the cuff on there all the time. You know, twice a day ideally, could be even uh, more frequently if it's a very acute injury and the veterinarian is okay with that. Um, but, you know, otherwise, I, I feel poor cuffs may be a little too strong. Like, you know, a lot of times um, you really see horses, um, you know, respond pretty pretty strongly to having the cuffs on their legs. And I believe one of the reasons is that their nerves kind of wake up a little bit. And um, when the nerves wake up, it starts tingle. And, um, you know, they, they may not appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I think there's two two uh, unrelated factors that that make people um, want to say that they have cuffs so they could do all legs at once. I think one is the time factor that they think, oh, I could just do it quickly, which is not always the best choice. 
and also that it goes back to that thing of coverage of going, oh, well, with, you know, with the cuffs, I can cover more of the body. So I'm really being more effective. And again, that's why I wanted you to address it because that's not necessarily true. And, you know, it's kind of one of those urban myths that I wanted to try and help dispel. So thank you. That was perfect in being able yeah, to. Yeah, and also, um, also with the, uh, we know that the Beamer effect is uh, prolonged in time, right? So uh, yeah. there's really no need to do every body area all the time because it's, you know, it's just, I would just do, have a, have a healthy rotation through the legs. And, and then you can get your preventative um, effect uh, there. And I don't think the four cuffs are needed and a little bit of overkill. Okay, thank you. So as long as we're talking a little bit about legs, let's, can we go over one of the very commonly asked questions, which is particularly for um, competitive horses on different circuits, that there's a lot of injections involved and, you know, what recommendations would you have? Sometimes people can do their own injections. Um, and to say, you know, is there a better time to use Beamer? Should you wait? What's, what's the best usage if you can make a general term when you're dealing with, um, you know, periodic injections? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, injections are... Are unfortunately, I would say, I mean, maybe fortunate for the veterinarians, <laughs> but unfortunately for the for the horses, there are um, like a, an absolute routine. You know, some horses in some populations get injected already. They start being on a schedule as a very young horse, and you know, I have nothing against them, but um, you know, I do think they're a little overutilized. But uh, provided that they're, you know, used correctly, and, and even if they're not, you know, if the horse gets injections, like, you know, we don't have any say over it, of course. But um, if, if, you know, the horse owner comes with that question, then I say, well, look, um, you know, listen to your veterinarian, what they have to say about uh, the aftercare protocol for the injections. And, and that ranges with every veterinarian. They have a different kind of after care protocol or or maybe not even they don't have even have one uh, but usually it's like you know cold hoses or you know keep it bandaged or keep the horse on stall rest for x amount of days monitor it whatever and so i would ask them to the veterinarian like what is your aftercare protocol when do you feel comfortable i apply the um you know the the, the beamer cuff to that area um, and if there's no response or if you don't know, then I would take a certain amount of days, you know, three to five to even seven days to not um, address that area with the cuff. Now, if the, because you're, you don't really want to interfere with what that veterinarian did, and there's, there's always also a remote uh, possibility that um, the, with the injection, with the needle, some kind of bacteria, some kind of contaminant gets introduced or there's some other kind of adverse effect because that does happen, right? You, I mean, I, I hear it quite a few times that a horse gets injections and then the horse remains, you know, worse than before with, with swollen joints. And so something in that um, scenario didn't go well. 
And um, so then you, you don't want the beamer to be part of that. So if you start messing with the cuff right after injections, like, you know, the veterinarian or other people could say, look, you know, it, it's probably the beamer that, that did that. And we, we don't want that to happen. Besides, we really need to respect that veterinary protocol um, because they're in so charge they of that force at that time. Yeah, they could use the blanket the yeah. right over the injection site. Yeah, but the blanket would be a different thing, right? So the blanket, so, so that is, if the horse has um, been getting regular Beamer blanket sessions, absolutely. I would not change anything in that scenario um, at all. If the horse is completely new to Beamer and you're, you want to start Beamer right after joint injections, then I would just take it easy and introduce that, that Beamer blanket like we're actually supposed to do anyway. You know, just introduce it low and slow and just start with the blanket only and leave that joint alone. And for that matter, you know, I would leave the whole leg alone. But, you know, if, if the horse gets injections in the sacroiliac area, which is also very common, or in the, um, any other parts uh, of, the, of the back, um, you know, a lot of injections are given in, that, in those areas as well, lumbar area, et cetera, then maybe you should not use that beamer blanket unless the veterinarian specifically approves that. Okay, I think, think that that yeah, I think that should help. Rainy, I don't know. Does that come? Do you come into um, contact with people with that um, with the practice? Um, some we don't do a lot of injections. Um, we're just not in an area where we see a lot of like high performance horses that people are doing a lot of injections with. But I do work with some you know trainers and things like that um, with Beamer that that have used it, and that's that's pretty. I mean that's almost exactly what we will, will tell them, um, you know, especially if it's because the trainers that I'm working with are trainers that are using Beamer on their horses as a regular part of their, you know, training protocol. Um, so it, it is not something new that they're introducing at any time. So they will continue with their regular, you know, sessions as far as what they're doing with the body and just won't use um, the cuffs. Excellent. Well, so... <laughs> Gee, we, we've managed to fill up the time, haven't we, ladies? Um, um, Marlise, do you have another, uh, you know, because certainly the Medical Expert Center for Equine gets a lot of questions. Do you have another one that's common that, yeah, that you wanted to talk about real quickly as we're getting through our time? Um, well, you know, most commonly asked questions are related to specific health concerns and how they would use the Beamer most effectively for those issues. So because we don't really want to um, associate Beamer with, with uh, specific, you know, healing action on any health issues because it doesn't treat or cure or diagnose anything, um, I, I kind of tend to uh, prefer to answer those questions privately uh, because otherwise, you know, from one thing kind of um, you get, you know, the, sometimes something that you say gets taken out of context. And then before you know it, he, Beamer, Beamer does fix X and Y and the issue. So I don't want to do that. But uh, I would just say that um, for people when they're dealing with, you know, they're wondering how do I use Beamer on, on this issue, it's, it's definitely recommendable to ask. So you can ask the, the medical expert center usage, 
support at beamer.services. And, um, you know, first and foremost, also explain to the people that you're, your prospects or your customers or your team members that, that don't know to, to get that guidance, but also to explain, you know, Beamer doesn't fix anything and um, it's a supportive therapy. And, and just go back to the Beamer science and study that really well and, and understand that when the body gets, gets better blood flow constantly and, and better self-regulation of bodily functions over time through using the Beamer consistently, you know, it's very 99.9% um, you know, like a sure thing that the body is going to have a better healing capacity for that particular issue. Now, of course, you still need to know how to use it, um, and then you just have to use the principle that um, you know, you, you always introduce the Beamer low and slow, meaning give the horse a chance to respond to each session with the time in between. And then if you have any targeted areas that are cleared for receiving therapy by the veterinarian for that issue, because that's, that's another issue, right? We, we, we can't interfere, just like with the injections, we don't want to interfere with what the local veterinarian has uh, prescribed as treatment plan. So it's, it's always a good idea to, to check in with the veterinarian as well. Chances are they don't know what Beamer is or they don't know yet what Beamer is. And that's an opportunity to, to talk about that. And they can, you know, call the Beamer Medical Expert Center as well and get more info. Um, but to make sure that it's okay to use that, um, you know, target the therapy through the cost. And then if that's all clear, you know, for acute issues, you're very much likely to use the cuffs more often during the day, rotating through the program. So meeting one program at a time, but using the different programs is, is always what I prefer. And if it's a more chronic issue, you know, once or twice a day may be plenty to, to use it at. Acute issues may benefit from, from higher intensities on the, on the, from the higher programs on the cuffs, but I always um, suggest to always start with program one because you don't know how that horse may respond or possibly react. You know, it may be it may be a little painful in that area, and when you're moving stuff, sometimes it hurts a little bit more. And and sometimes that happens on the blanket too. If there's an acute, say, musculoskeletal issue on the on the back, or acute or chronic. Um, when you put the blanket on and it's too high, the horse may actually kind of react to it. I've heard that a couple times. And uh, that was just too strong. And, and, you know, there's nerves there too, right? There's nervous system all around the body. And when the nerves have been stuck for a while and they wake back up, it starts to tingle and actually hurt more. Just what, like when your your leg is asleep and it wakes up, it kind of hurts. And so, you know, low and slow is always a good idea, and just really observing that horse uh, when you're dealing with specific issues you want to kind of target, if that makes sense. No, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. I know. Um, and there's one thing I want to tack on, too, that um, I was thinking about before when you mentioned the Colorado State study. I really want to remind people that when you look at the four benefits that are highlighted in uh, the really excellent fact sheet that we have, um, available in the back office, but that it's very specific to talk about alleviating, you know, back pain in horses, in horses, only in horses. Please do not correlate those results on the human side. 
that would represent a problem for us, and we want to uh, avoid, you know, commingling things in this respect between horses and humans. So that study was specifically related to um, what happened with horses, and you should not, you know, make any kind of presumption that you can now make similar claims about with people. That's just really important. Yeah, and Cindy, um, adding to that, I would invite everyone that uh, remotely is sharing the human set, which of course makes a lot of sense to share the human beamer because all humans around horses need beamer too, um, that I would encourage them to learn about the updated claims for the human set. Uh, because the claims yeah. between the human, human set and horse set were already different, but they're now even a little bit more different. Because in the, for the human set, we're not allowed to talk about, uh, you know, improving nutrient delivery for the blood. Uh, we're not allowed to talk about waste disposal anymore, only about CO2 disposal. And we're not allowed to say the word vasomotion. Uh, we're not allowed to talk about sleep and cardiovascular uh, system to begin with. And so quite a few things have changed. So for every horse set uh, distributor that also shares the human set, you have to really know what you're talking about. And uh, if you're promoting the horse beamer and the human beamer in one, say, in one effort, for example, a social media post or anything like that, it needs to be absolutely distinguished what you're talking about, whether the claims, yeah. you know, the claim, claims for the humans that are different than for the horse. That, and, um, for example, like the FDA class two cleared status is only for the human set. Like the, the horse that is um, an FDA approved animal, animal medical device. So um, you guys need to Reg- really study that bef- before you um, go and advertise this. Yeah, exactly. I hear that a lot where people say, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a class two. Well, the horse said it's not. It's registered as an animal medical device, animal different than human. So, um, you know, it's FDA registered, whereas the human unit is FDA cleared. Those are different things and different devices. So don't commingle. Anyway, I think we... we Rainy, help us. I, I, um, <laughs> I think we're just about over the limit, and we just we blew right through. If, if there were people, I was hoping you'd tell us if there was people who had questions. So hopefully they can call back next week. Yeah. So we did have we did have Jane that raised her hand, and so I'm going to ask Jane to call back in next week and ask her question. Um, hopefully she's able to do that because we are definitely yes out of time for today. So Jane, I, I hope please call back in next week, and we would love to. To, to get to your question. Um, but yes, we are out of time. So um, I will, I will, I've extended it out enough that we can each do some, um, some, some final words. In, anything, anything we want to leave everyone with for today, ladies? No, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done too. Just, just study your stuff, you know, come prepared uh, to the action. When you want to share Beamer, study your stuff. There's plenty of materials and uh, know what you're talking about. Know the difference between micro Tesla and Hertz, <laughs> at least. <laughs> and have yeah, fun uh, sharing Beamer otherwise. Absolutely. Yeah, and we, we talk a lot about, 
yeah, we talk a lot about educating ourselves, and that's important, but it's also um, just as important to know what you don't know. And, and, and if somebody asks you a question you don't know, don't try to fake it. So you know what? That's a really good question. I don't have the answer for that, but I know somebody who does, and I will get back to you with that. So um, don't, be a, don't, don't try to fake it if you don't know the answer, because we will be able to find the answer for you. All right, everyone. Um, that was a great talk, and I know we've um, a lot to talk about today, um, and we got to most of it. We didn't get to all of it, but we'll do this again next month with Dr. Marley Smock. We've got her back again next month to talk more about usage, which is an always never-ending conversation. So thank you both, Cindy and Dr. Marley Smonk, for being on today. appreciate having you, and, and I always love doing these calls with you guys. And thanks to all our callers and all of our listeners. Um, we couldn't do this without you, but please meet us back here next Thursday, uh, and we will, we will talk about some more great things. All right, everyone. Thank you, and have, hope you have such a great week. Bye, thanks, ladies. Thanks, Rainy. Thanks, Marley. Feel better, Rainy. <laughs> thank See you. you. Next week. See you next time. Bye. Today's show was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, here's to your health.